0: Welcome to Ecclesia Principles, a biblical strategy for believers to engage in God's design for government with Ray Eppard. Hello, glad you could join us again today. We're going to continue again this week talking about building the bridge of trust. Now, this is Ecclesia Principles, and. In all honesty, this uh, we would call this principle number twelve, but this is the primary principle regarding our function, how we operate, how how we conduct ourselves, with all the other principles. Now, there's a lot of other things in Scripture, and we will talk about other things, but we've been talking about major principles. Now this bridge of trust we started out talking about how that the bridge of trust it's it's like a bridge because bridges have load limits. There's only so much you can take across a bridge. And you know there's the the Mississippi River bridge there's no load limits on that. You can take whatever you want to across that thing. But you know especially growing up in rural Virginia There's a lot of bridges that weight limit eight tons, ten tons, so forth and so on. In relationships, in all relationships, there is a bridge of trust that has its limits. How much do you trust? How strong has the relationship been built? And if you try to take too much across that bridge and you exceed those load limits, you can actually destroy the trust. You can actually destroy the bridge. And last week, we talked about things that are indicators of when the bridge of trust has been uh, severely damaged. Because a lot of times, people, you talk about building a bridge of trust, they think you're wanting to sit down hug and sing kumbaya. But in reality, this bridge of trust is extremely vital. It, it is critical to the success of reforming, rejuvenating, restoring America. It is crucial to that. And we have to understand it. Today, we're going to talk about things that are a part of the hard work of building that bridge of trust. Our two passages that we have used for this have been Proverbs eighteen nineteen, A brother offended is harder to be won than a strong city. Then also, Matthew 24, 12 says, And because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. And that word lawlessness there, I, I would like you to think of it in a bigger picture than just breaking the law. You know, speed limits, 70. You know, you don't do 90. Don't think of it in those terms. If you would, think of it in a broader sense. Uh, Stephen Covey, author of Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, in that book he wrote that the laws of human interaction are as fixed as the laws of nature. You see, lawlessness, not only is it breaking societal laws, but it is breaking the laws of human interaction that God has established. God established the laws of nature. He has established the laws of human interaction. And His Word communicates to us those things that when we follow His Word, we're functioning, functioning within the framework of those laws of human interaction. So let's go ahead and let's start uh, doing the hard work. Let's start talking about restoring trust. Now, one of the first things that has to be done is where and how has the trust been broken? Where and how has the trust been broken? In other words... Let's take it because again, these things are easier to see in individual relationships. Let's take two people. Uh, let's you know uh, they are husband wife. They are you know um, dating whatever, and something happens that that there's an interaction. Things don't go well at that moment, but yet there's still interest in restoring the relationship, fixing it, making it better. One of the first things that has to happen is there has to be an understanding of what and how the relationship was damaged. From a more personal standpoint, how and what did I do to hurt you? Because sometimes, and this is a reality, and for all all, all us guys, um, there's a lot of times, in especially a marital relationship, you do something, you say something, you actually think you're doing good, and then you look at the reaction, and you go, well, that didn't go over like I thought, and we don't know. And every woman understands, those guys don't know. Well, a little side note, women don't understand men any more than men understand women. That's why communication's important. But how? <laughs> How did I hurt you? what What did I do at, at that point there There has to be an understanding that I could have done something that I didn't understand how it affected you. I didn't understand how it affected you. You see, so often, especially in society, and especially where we are right now in so many discussions. One side, well, both sides very frequently, are taking the position, you can't tell me anything that I don't know about this. I know and I understand everything I need to know about this. There is nothing that you can tell me. I do not need to listen to you. Well, there is not going to be a bridge building party that day. It's just not going to happen. The bridge is going to stay demolished. The bridge is going to stay destroyed. You have to understand that there are things that may be in play that we didn't recognize. But the thing is, again, this bridge, if you would, it's like, let's say, a riverbank or a chasm, a canyon. That river, that bridge, excuse me, that bridge is connecting the two sides, and you never just build the bridge from one side, and then you reach, well, we finally reach the other side. That's very rare that that ever happens. I won't say it never happens, but typically, they build from both sides, and and then it meets. Somebody might be a little faster, other a little slower, whatever, but usually there's work on both sides. And in a relationship, in a society, the bridge building has to come from both sides. Both sides have to understand the dynamic that there may be something about this that you don't know, that you hadn't thought about. Therefore, you have to listen to the other side. Where and how did I hurt you? Where and how did I... Break that trust. You see, ultimately, in this, trust is only built, um, you know, John Maxwell has made the statement. Others made it before him. He's probably the most um, frequently quoted as having said it, but a lot of other people have said it, is that people do not care how much you know until they know how much you care. And if you're going to build a bridge, it's not about how much you know. If you're gonna build a bridge of trust, it's not about what you know about the situation or how much you understand this, that, or the other. The bottom line, again, is how much do you care? The person on the other side of the bank, the other side of the chasm, They want to know, how much do you care? Does it really matter to you what affects us? Does it really matter to you? And you see right now, there are so many groups that are splintered, and the overall message from all of these groups is, you know, they don't care what affects me. Or this group, they don't care what affects them. Doesn't matter. This is just our agenda, and this is just what we're doing. And there's no contemplation of how it affects people. You cannot br- build a bridge of trust without understanding how it affects people, and especially on, on a national scale. There, you know, we're entering into. Uh, have mercy. We're actually really right into the thick of. of campaigning in a lot of states and the the presidential campaigning has already begun and they've already had you know a debate and so forth we're, we're really entering into because of the presidential election next year we're entering into a season where there's going to be a lot of communication a lot of communication and the thing is If anyone is actually going to effectively create change, a a bridge of trust has to be built. There has to be an understanding of what is affecting people. So often there are those that well, you know, this is just what we need to do, and, and we're, we're going to do it. We don't care how many people lose jobs. We don't care what, how it affects families. You know, I'll, I'll go ahead and throw out, um, you know, the Affordable Care Act. The bottom line, you know, we were told it would be cheaper, um, you know, that you'd have better service and so forth and so on. And there were people that said, no, it can't work that way. Oh, you know, they're just lying. Well, the bottom line is <laughs> there's less coverage today. Deductibles are astronomically higher. It is cre- The Affordable Care Act has actually made uh, health care much more inaffordable, much more inaccessible or unaccessible. That the, the, the changes from that have been actually the very opposite of what was said would happen. But the bottom line was there were people were saying this could happen. No, no. And that was just shut down. Now, part of that uh, statements about wanting to move it that way was because there was this idea that <laughs> those in favor of it were really wanting to move everything under governmental control. And in reality, that really looks like it is and has been the case. And they're continuing to try to do all of that. They're actually trying to turn us into a socialistic slash communistic society where government controls everything. Government has the final say on everything. And that ultimately, if government has final say in it, on everything, liberty is out the window. Liberty's out the window. If the government decides what you can say, if the government decides how you can feel about things, as far as your, your opinion, what side you're on, if they control those things, and they are beginning to do so. You know, there was recently, I read an article on a, a Catholic couple that wanted to adopt children. And because they were devout Catholics, they were not allowed to adopt children in the state of Massachusetts because of the church's standpoint, uh, stance on gender identity and gender fluidity. Well, the bottom line is, what that is saying is, you are not an acceptable part of this society because of that. And the very groups that are talking about inclusion are some of the most exclusive that there is. They're talking about, oh, we need to have inclusion. The numbers of people that they're looking to exclude is the largest number of people that would have ever been excluded in the history of the United States if they get their way. The bottom line is we have to build the bridge of trust. God bless you. See you tomorrow.